And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Love Talk Radio. Well, there. Hello, hello. It's Monday afternoon, uh, June 30th, and today is your favorite segment. Of course, that's the movie on the Sasha Marina Show, hosted by Robert Alfonso Hidalgo. Hey, bro. Hey. How's everyone doing? We're fine. <laughs> So what's up? What's going on in the behind-the-scenes Hollywood? Well, uh, I guess it's been a pretty busy week. Uh, I guess the past two weeks have been pretty busy as well. But I guess the first bit is uh, the next James Bond movie has been a rumor this night completely confirmed, but um, it might be delayed production because of script rewrites. And this might be due to the fact that the, 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 the last two Bond movies, or last three, have always been really serious. And they haven't been how the older uh, Bond movies were. Mm-hmm. And that's even something that I think last year Daniel Craig commented on. And even recently, uh, the actor who played Q, uh, John Cleese, had also said that this, these movies were, were a bit too serious. They didn't have, they didn't have the, the comedy and the irony that the other, the other Bond movies had. So that is a possibility why they're re- rewriting the scripts. I mean... Uh, the writer of the movie is right now working on, on Penny Dreadful, the season two or something of that show. So they might be hiring two, you know, two other uh, writers to rewrite the script and add a bit of comedy to it if they didn't already have it. But um, I guess, I guess uh, what, what Sam Mendes was saying, the director, was that this is, this is the, the final bit of the Skyfall story because those, the last three movies were kind of just like an origin story for him. Um, it's still when he was starting off and he was just pretty much just a killing machine and it wasn't used for anything else. And now he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, that he's gotten past all those terrible things and he's coming back to, you know, how, how Sean Connery's bond was. He was much older, much more suave and, you know, was so cold hearted, but it wasn't the same thing, you know, that he was at the beginning. I mean, do you see Daniel Craig fitting into that? That character, especially you know, maybe yeah, I hope, being a little I hope charismatic see, or charming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope to see him grow with the character himself. Like, you know, uh, have Bond get older as James, as Daniel Craig gets older. That'd be a really cool thing to see. You know, because the past Bonds have always been much older. Yeah. And Daniel Craig has been was really young when he started this, compared to at least the other Bonds. Mm-hmm. And it'd be really cool to see him. You know, as well as the movies as they get more mature he gets more mature with the movies as well. So that'd be cool. That's all right. So more sequels, uh, this time Star Trek III. Um, recently, the, the, the director, uh, I think his name is Robert Orsi, or Roberto Orsi, I don't know. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was talking recently um, in an interview when they were asking him about the movie, and he said, and he and he was talking about what, how, what this third movie is going to be. This is just small, not really big news, but he was saying how the first two movies are still pretty much origin stories because he said that the characters weren't the characters you saw on the show yet. 
on the original series. Mm-hmm. And he says in the third one that they're going to be as close to that as they were as they were on the show. So he still considers the second one, the sequel, as well, to be an origin story. So that means this third one, they're going to be in their five-year um, mission because they all went on a five-year mission to explore space and God where no man has gone before and or nobody has gone before. So, yeah, I guess I guess there's not going to be any more of them hanging around Earth. There's going to be more in deep space and, and hostile planets and friendly planets and all that. So that would be pretty cool to see. Maybe there will be more green screen. I don't know if that's a good thing. Maybe there will be more practical sets. We'll see. Um, and more uh, sequel news, alien-related and yeah. expected. Uh, Pacific Rim 2 is Yay. has a release date um, of 2017. But as well as that, there is also Pacific Rim animated series in the works. No way. Is going to be correlated at all with, like, the story of I really, He didn't really... There's nothing besides just saying that it's going to be, you know... Animated. Yeah, there's going to be an animated series as well. I mean... I mean, Guillermo del Toro is usually doing stuff that you wouldn't expect him to do. Like, he's made video games as well. So... But I wonder, is it going to be, like, an animated series, like, cartoon-wise, like Transformers was at some point? I, I, I have a feeling and probably would be even better if they would make it kind of like an anime, mm. like one of those Japanese cartoons. And I think that would fit in perfectly with what uh, Pacific Rim is. Yeah. That would be a pretty good idea. At least use the, the, the art style from those shows and make an American TV show like that. And hopefully choose the right network, too. Like, that would be something yeah. that would be like maybe a cartoon network. Cartoon network is yeah. also I can see it uh, yeah. working in. Yeah, definitely not anything else. Yeah. And and if you wanted to aim you know, at teenagers and stuff like that, like how they had on Cartoon Network, they had uh, Star Wars or Clone Wars. It was this show aimed at kids and, and preteens, and not only did those kids love it, so did adults. College mm-hmm. students were watching that. Adults were watching that. You know, pay bills were liking that show. So I'm assuming that this would be set. That's what would happen with Pacific Rim. But the sequel is set to be released April 7, 2017. That's pretty exact. Yep. I mean, that's how they always are. <laughs> they, don't, they don't usually say a year, usually. So uh, if some of you know, there is a, a Jungle Book live-action movie in the works. It's being directed by John Favreau. John Favreau directed Iron Man 1 and 2. And, um, uh, Bajira Bahira has been, uh, has been cast, and it's Ben Kingsley. <laughs> ben Kingsley, uh, who played the fake, uh, the fake Mandarin in Iron Man 3, who played Gandhi. <laughs> uh, so he's going to be playing Bajira Bahira, so that's going to be really cool. I actually, I think that's a pretty good choice. Thanks. So now that I think about it, I don't, I don't think I have anybody else in mind besides him. Would have been, you know, just a perfect choice. So yeah, I'm not really excited for this movie, but let's hope it's not bad. And just a quick thing here uh, for Ted Two, Mark Wahlberg, you know, has not stopped talking about the movie, and uh, he says that the sequel is going to be crazier than ever. That's pretty much just the news, guys. Yeah, I, I don't really see this movie even having a sequel. Yeah, he said he said they had asked him um, if if his character was did settle down, that he got married or something with you know Mila Kunis's character, like what was apparently happening. Mm-hmm. 
And he said that wouldn't be any fun. So no, no, no. They're, they're going to have a, it's going to be crazier than ever. Just so him, yeah, being Amanda Seyfried will be joining. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's already been joining for a while, and I don't know. I guess I guess he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to have a married life. I mean, Seth MacFarlane doesn't want uh, this character to have a married life or something. See, this is what I'm saying now. Now they've just pretty much killed the whole illusion of what could have been with the movie. Why? Why not just do something else? Yeah, I, I don't even this, understand. This, yeah, this didn't deserve a sequel. It, it really didn't. we didn't we didn't need a sequel. You didn't like I said they left it. It was it was in, it was fun as it was. Leela accepted the freaking teddy bear. The teddy bear accepted him having a life with his girlfriend, and that's it. Like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like why are you trying to put more into the story that's really unnecessary? But hey, that's it. Yeah. So, anyways, next bit next bit of news is um uh, predators. Predator is getting a reboot, or according to Shane Black, who is the director, he directed Iron Man and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, terrible, but um, according to him, the reboot that he's directing is not a reboot, it is an invented sequel, because he says that why, I mean, this is, this is a good idea, I'm not, you know, being a dick, this is, this is how you should look at reboots, mm-hmm. he's saying that why? Why does it need to redo uh, something that's already that already has such a, re, a rich story into it, and it has a, such a, a fleshed out backstory that why would he need to you know reboot the whole series? You want to sound even that old, guys? People, we're starting to reboot things that are what ten years old. Yeah, and, and not even there was just there like, was literally just a. Um, a Predators movie yeah. like five, six years ago. With, yeah, with, 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 and it was, with it was Adrian Brody, Brody. And it was actually really It good. was an awesome, and I'm not even that kind of movie girl. And that, I mean, that movie, that's probably one of the, one of the only Predators that I've seen, and that was a great movie. It was really, it was really good. It's man. unnecessary. It's, it's totally Much better than any of the other sequels yeah. that came out. So I really don't understand. And, well, at least he's taken the right approach. He's saying that he doesn't have to do it. He can just expand on the existing mythology of the Predator universe. It, yeah, or not just change up the story, you know? Like, yeah, just, that's what he's Put another it. name, put another name to the story or something, but it's like... But I guess he's just not going with the with the original one, with the original uh, story that we saw in with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be seeing any of that. So, uh, anyways, Mad Max. Mad Max, a sequel, Mad Max Fury Road, starring um, Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron. Uh, the the show the movie after going through some what's it called some rewrites and some reshoots has finally released some some more images and they're going to be on you know a magazine cover of Entertainment Weekly oh, yeah. and stuff so it's really cool and it show and it shows off uh, uh, Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy as Mad Mad Max and it looks really awesome Charlize Theron looks so badass yes yeah, like you've never seen her before yeah. Like she's really badass. Everyone has to like look at these. Uh, like more badass than Emily Blunt in The Edge of Tomorrow. Like, yeah. like this girl literally has like badass. no hair right yeah. now. She looks, <laughs> she looks more badass than uh, Tom yeah. Hardy is in this, yeah. this movie. Pretty but yeah, uh, it's really cool. One of the things I'm really excited about this movie is the director took like you know he was he took some pride in saying that he wanted to have the most practical stunts he could in this movie. He didn't want to have a lot of CGI. And it looks like that's something they're they're going to be doing. So there's a lot of car. Uh, it shows a few behind the scenes stuff. And it was. And that's even probably even more fun for the actors. Yeah. Than having all the computers do the work, like. Exactly, and it looks like a. 
looks pretty cool. It looks pretty. It looks like a really good gritty apocalypse thing that we haven't seen in a while. It looks like the looks exactly what the you would expect is, Mad Max to look like now. You know what it kind of looks like? At least the like the the coloring and stuff like that. It kind of looks like the Book of Eli, but obviously like with a twist. And, yeah, because it's just this whole dusty white. Yeah, dirty. But this one, uh, it, it looks promising. You know, now all I need to do is wait for a trailer. And um, I'm not super excited for it yet. You know, I'm I'm very intrigued, but I'm not like Guardians of the Galaxy excited. Yeah, I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, segue. Um, I think I mentioned a few weeks ago that, or probably a month or two ago, that uh, James Gunn said he was reshooting reshooting a few scenes or just adding a few scenes for a few cameos that were going to be going on and stuff. And um, uh, what's it called? Then it was later confirmed that Stan Lee was getting a cameo after he said he wasn't getting a cameo originally. And and now Nathan Fillion, you know, everyone assumed that Nathan Fillion would be getting a cameo as well to shoot you know, for the movie, because he's working with James Gunn before, he's really good friends with him, so you'd expect him to have a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Lots of people had wanted him to be playing Star-Lord, but he can't be doing, he can't be shooting a Marvel movie, especially a Marvel, a movie that's going to have a bunch of, a bunch of sequels mm-hmm. when he's busy doing, movie, doing a show like Castle. So, that was given to, you know, Chris Pratt. And now, um, he has, Nathan Fillion has denied that he has any, any cameo in the movie. Really? I, I, it's not even big news. It's just news for anybody who really wanted to see Nathan Fillion <laughs> in in this movie. But uh, yeah, even even there's even a tweet um, where uh, where where they asked James Gunn and he said he has a very fun small like cameo for him, but it was just a favor to him, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he's still going to have one. I mean, it's not even a big thing. They, they, you have to lie about it, I guess, because it ruins the whole point of having a cameo yeah. in a movie because it's supposed to be a surprise and people are not supposed to expect it and you're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, exactly. And one of the one of the, one of the the rumored uh, roles that he was going to be have a cameo as is uh, Richard Ryder, uh, who put, who's, this, who's this guy who plays Nova. Nova is really good friends with uh, with with Star Lord. A little bit later down the series, you know, and um, that would be really cool. But the problem with that is again that if he would have a cameo as Richard Ryder, that would mean that he would be back for more movies and he'd have a lot bigger roles. Mm-hmm. And that's something he can't commit to when he's doing Castle at like 24, like I think 90% of the year or 80% of the year he's working on Castle. So how can he be? How can he start playing a bigger role on a movie like that? So I'm sure a lot of you have heard of uh, Harrison Ford hurting his ankle, which turned out not to be just hurting his ankle. It turned out to be broke his ankle, and it'll take about six months for it to heal. Well, uh, um, there's there's a rumor of you know it being delayed, but really, if anybody was still worried about it, what most likely is going to be happening is they're going to shoot everything they can without. Uh, Harrison Ford, and they're also going to shoot everything they can with his double, all the scenes that they had they needed to shoot, uh, his stand-in, I mean, all his stand-ins and his stunts maybe too, they're going to shoot that, mm-hmm. maybe not, I don't know, but um, 
I, I, don't, I feel... Six weeks is pretty quick, as long as no, he gets it right. Oh, six months? Six months. He broke his... Oh, man. And he's older, so this is not like it's going to, you know, he's probably going to be limping yeah. even after that for some time. So we, don't, we still don't know if it's going to it's gonna affect it, but, I mean, if it's anything with J.J. Abrams, he's not going to tell you until the very last minute. He keeps everything under wraps, so we're not going to be seeing anything about anything to do with this if it's getting, you know, delayed or not, because all of this so far has been rumors. The only thing that's been fact is that he broke his ankle. That's the only thing they've released. That is fact. Everything else is just rumors. They said that they would continue as filming as, as usual, but anything else that's come after that has been rumors, so I don't know if we we're going to expect anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it's big production, what, what they're shooting in Abu Dhabi, like. Yeah, that's. I think that was like the first where they're shooting at, to shoot at crazy. the whole planet of the, of like the new main characters and stuff. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, moving on to more Marvel news again. Uh, for Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange movie has been announced, and they have the director already. Well, everyone, of course, is looking at the lead. Who's going to be the lead actor who's going to play Doctor Strange? And one of the actors being considered is Jared Leto, which well, would be then, pretty cool. That was kind of different from like the other previous rumors. Yeah, it'd be really cool to see him as it. I, I mean, I don't know, because Doctor Strange is a lot older, and he doesn't really look like Jared Leto. Did they approach Johnny Depp, you said? Yeah, Johnny Depp was one was one of the people that... that and he just denied it, or just no? No, I, I don't think he's commented on it. But it's just been one of the things that people have been talking about. And yeah. I don't know, I, I think it'd be pretty cool to see Jared Leto in something uh, like this. I mean, I, I have seen him in a sci-fi before, but besides that, he really just sticks to dramas. And even the sci-fi that he worked on, uh, Mr. Nobody, was was still more of, a, of an elaborate drama. But it'd be really cool just to see him in in, uh, in playing a superhero, or at least, yeah, a superhero, that's what he's going to be doing. It'd be pretty cool. That would be quite different for his roster, <laughs> especially after um, those virus clothes. It'd be nice to see that twist in him. Yeah. I mean, one of the fan one, one one of the fan favorites at the moment, and at least one of the ones that people really want is uh, Pedro Pascal, who was in Game of Thrones. He played he played Ol- Oberyn. Um, yeah, we all know how that ended with him, but it'd be really <laughs> cool to see him. That'd be a pretty cool idea too to see him as uh, Doctor Strange. It'd be really really awesome. I guess because people just want to see more of this guy, and I definitely do. So, um, so now is a. Set- I want to talk about this movie, if you guys haven't, I think I talked about it already, uh, the interview that Seth Rogen and, um, and uh, James Franco are now starring in and making. So this is a, tra- a trailer came out, it was a teaser trailer, and what the movie is about, that these guys are going to go interview Kim Jong-un, but before they, uh, they get to make it to the airport to go, you know, to the interview, they get stopped by the CIA and they recruit them to assassinate Kim Jong-un. So, of course, uh, Kim Jong-un being who he is and North Korea being who they are has now uh, actually written a threat to the U.S. saying if they release this movie that they will be firing their missiles or they're going to have... Or they're gonna have uh, what? Yeah. They're <laughs> this is my part of the story. No, this is, this is, real, this is real, actually real, real shit. Right now. This is real, real right now. 
this is, this is exactly what's happening. And I, this is funny because about like two weeks ago or a few weeks ago when this trailer was released, I was watching these uh, guys that I always watch. Uh, pretty much it. You guys should check them out. They're having they're having their uh, their podcast and <laughs> and it's, and they're talking about how James Franco is going to start World War Three. And they were joking about it. And what do you know, two weeks later, North Korea comes with this crap saying that it's it's, it's, it's propaganda against um, North Korea, that it's trying to brainwash North Korean citizens into... How many things against, do, against do you communist countries no, do to brainwash their people that, against yeah, us? Look, it's not, if it would have been Vladimir Putin or something, he would not have given a shit. But now, because it's Kim Jong-un, because he's a stupid little idiot, he's going to, you know, react to this in a big, overdramatic thing. So it's going to be really funny. If and the fact that it's, like, two young, idiot American filmmakers, they're, like... They're just having right? that comedy. I, yeah, I bet if there were two, like, Korean filmmakers, I don't think they would have even said anything. No, it probably, it probably would have made a bigger deal over there, you know, in Korea. They have, they, they have not stopped being idiots, actually. These past few months, they've been shooting missiles near South Korea. I'm Past couple of years, they've been oh, but recent, crazy. No, but I mean, these past few months, they've actually been shooting missiles, saying they've been testing it, and near near the ocean, uh, uh, near South Korea. Yeah, yeah it happens to be near South Korea. Yeah, every other week, there's a there's, they're doing they're having a test. They're just testing their missiles and shooting it at South Korea. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but uh, I don't know. In reality, if North Korea were to do anything immediately. The U.S. would just would just they would stop them. The missiles would even reach the U.S. before before their before like as soon as their planes would start flying this way, their bombers their bombers would be shot out of the sky immediately. The U.S. I, would I not think, care. I say do it. Like, like are you the, kidding me? Like, like that's not even reason, a threat. Yeah, the only reason the U.S. has not invaded North Korea is because of China. That's the only reason. But. I'm sure I, I have, it'd be really funny if China would just go over to the U.S. like, hey, can you get rid of this problem for us and just go to attack North Korea? But the, one of the reasons they don't attack North Korea with, you know, like an, with an airstrike or a missile or, or having just a bunch of Harriers fly by is because there's tons of innocent citizens there that don't want to hurt. Of course, because that's our can, problem. That's, yeah. that's like our weakness because these people do not care. Yeah, we can't. They just said that we'll blow you guys up if you release this movie. But then, like, we're thinking about, like, oh, my God, for your people, if we do that to you, yeah, like, people, your their people, people, people are going to die. Yeah, because their people they have yeah. literally not. They're, they need our way. Yeah, I mean, but we can't do anything about that. Exactly. You know, but that's why that's why there hasn't been, like, a, a an invasion, you know, by ground because then China would be on our ass, and we can't have that. Well, Nobody can have that. Not after buying our desk from years ago. Yeah, but they can't, we can't have that. We can't have China on top of us of if we do that. Of course not. They probably wouldn't make a big deal if it was, you know, airstrike stuff. But the thing is, we wouldn't be willing to kill all these innocent people in North Korea. Yeah, that's that's our weakness. I mean, sadly, that's, that's not our weakness. I mean, it's just. That's I think how, it's that's a national weakness. No, I, it is. It is how it should be. But like, seventy percent of the world doesn't think that way. So I feel like that's. That's what, I mean... If 70% of the world jumped off a building, would we do it? No, of course not. But I'm saying, like, well, then in that case, it'd be easier for us to be all the time. There's nothing to worry about. I hope they do. But, um, well, no, I don't I think I think if the 75%, I just, if 70% of the world jumped off the building, jumped off, jumped off a building, I think the people who'd be left would probably be the U.S., Canada. Yeah. Um, Definitely the, Canada. Well, yeah, Canada, of course. Part of Europe, obviously, like, Europe. Yeah, a good, a good majority of Europe, probably yeah. United Kingdom completely. The Australians would still be there. I think even Mexico would probably still exist. Spain. Maybe. 
Maybe. <laughs> we're arguing. <laughs> That's stupid. But yeah. Uh, so like so, if Russia, like the middle, like the whole Middle East, and like if they just disappeared. Yeah, I think. You know, I think the world would be a happier place. No, but <laughs> <laughs> like less stressful. Oh uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. But anyway, uh, James Franco, World War Three. Hashtag, hashtag James Franco, World War Three. <laughs> That's what we should start, guys. Tweet that. James hashtag James Franco World War Three. I I that would Or James Franco for president. James Franco definitely not for president. James Franco for pre- James Franco is vice president. Oh my god. Secretary of State. Yeah, Secretary of State. Yeah, no Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Should be. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, no James Franco. <laughs> what, Jonah Hill's going to be like... Jonah Hill's going to be general. I think we're going under. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be funny if, like, President Obama, like, really sits down these two guys and be like, you know, you can't do we that, can't yeah. have you guys really, like, just stop right there. Like, this idea could not go any further. And, uh, and like, it, no, it'd be funny if, not, if that doesn't happen, if freaking Obama starts endorsing the movie. That'd probably be like the the breaking point for for North Korea if Obama starts endorsing the. Well, the, yeah. Well, that would be great for these two guys. That'd that would like, be hilarious. That'd be the funniest thing ever. I mean, I guess it just goes back to, uh, to you know. <laughs> but don't you think this is obviously a very controversial topic? Like, honestly, somebody had to give them the idea. They didn't just like sit with like a blunt and just like on just out of the blue think about it. I'm pretty sure these guys would though. This would be something. This is, I'm sure they look at some. This has been happening for a while. Yeah, but they need to get facts. Yeah, no, like, tension you know. has, been, has been going on between North Korea for a while. So they, yeah. so they thought, why don't we make a funny movie about that? And you're like, okay. And then eventually it becomes this. I mean, they didn't really have to do anything. I mean, I'm, I'm highly doubt that, they, that the U.S. would have recruited James Franco and Seth Rogen to assassinate. No, I'm not saying literally, but like somebody has to get feed them at least the idea, at least or like I'm at sure least the feed of like facts, like they, because okay, they're not they, gonna they, make they, the movie just out of like make it a comedy. There has to be at least some maybe sort there of, was like, something, but maybe it was just I, I can really just can assume that it was just them. That could be. I don't know. But it was just you know what they were doing, but either I mean, way, I guess. Jung-Goon, doesn't he always have like this basketball player over there? There's like this one. Dennis guy. Rodman. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. But apparently okay. Dennis Rodman hates 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 uh, going over there too. But he still goes over there. Like, why is he that? Why is that? Because everything gets paid for. Is he a spy or something? Is he being like you know uh, forced to do it by Kim Jong Un in some weird way? I got it. I just think that we have but, a lot of American people that actually support our rivals. Um, yeah, but that's gonna be cool. Political uh, yeah. rivals, because I mean, it has nothing to do with like us personally. It's just well, yeah, hashtag James Franco World War Three. I really feel like like there's the entertainment business overall has gotten a little bit more like political in some way. I I, I don't know. There's just like certain aspects where it's like I don't know, and it's two different worlds. It just should remain apart. But whatever. So uh, next bit, uh, there is one last bit actually. We got sidetracked with James Franco, hashtag James Franco over three, but um, Mark Ruffalo was recently commenting on the on the Hulk solo movie, and he said that he doesn't, he wouldn't want 
the next his solo the next solo movie for the Hulk to be Planet Hulk. So let me explain what Planet Planet Hulk is. This is spoilers for the comics and maybe even the movies that they would consider this a possibility. But um, the Hulk, after you know, he's been going kind of he's been a bit chaotic lately on Earth. Mm-hmm. So the Avengers decide um, they decide to send the Hulk into space and shoot him off, put him in a spaceship, or shoot him off in a space to some undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. And the Hulk ends up, ends up going crazy while he's in the spaceship and destroys the spaceship and makes, and makes it veer off course, and he lands on this planet, which is kind of like a, Ro- a Roman-type planet where there's gladiators and stuff, and they're all like these huge creatures, so he's the Hulk the whole time. And it's going to be this huge CGI movie, what would it be? It would be kind of like, you know, John Carter, and stuff, that movie, and it'd be like just tons of CGI and gigantic Hulk fighting other weird, big gladiator creatures, and the Hulk has a baby, finds a woman has a baby and everything, and then the Avengers, like, come and try to fight him and destroy the planet and stuff, and it's really, you know, outrageous comic stuff that always happens, who are always fighting each other for no reason whatsoever. Well, um, he doesn't believe that this should be the movie that the Hulk you know, should have. This shouldn't be the solo movie because he thinks it needs more Bruce Banner and less, you know, less the Hulk like that. And, I, you know, I'm going to have to agree with him because I wouldn't think that this would be a good idea. At least this wouldn't be a good idea to sell to the public yeah. to have a new Hulk movie with a new actor and everything. would be a good idea. So Yeah, this is what we're talking about. We were just talking about in the beginning, like kind of rebooting the whole idea is, I mean, Mark Russell is still fresh in our minds with the Hulk and the whole Avengers. Yeah, yeah he stole the show. Super with fresh. The Hulk yeah, so why would they even change the whole image? Why? Right yeah, now? he still needs. I think he still needs a few more movies before it can go to Planet Hulk and World War Hulk and all that crap. And not only that, yeah, and even then, I think that he should consider doing those things. Like, it's, oh, I'm sure he's going to do it, but know? it's not going to be his first movie, the first yeah, Hulk of movie. Well, anyway, so I think we need to be wrapping up here. So, uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, at the real Robert Age, except... For Instagram. For Instagram. <laughs> it is now just my full name, Robert Alfonso Fidalgo. Yay. The whole thing. Be really cool. Yay. And, uh, yeah, go on thesashamarinashow.com, go to Topics, look up That's the Movie, you can look up reviews I've done, and the other things that are going on with this and more in past podcasts. Mm-hmm. can also go on, you know, just check out Sasha's stuff at the Sasha Marina Show. Right. And you can go on, to face, on Facebook and look up our pages. That's Movie and the Sasha Marina Show and YouTube. Go to subscribe to the Sasha Marina Show and you can find... His past reviews. Yeah, as well. And any events and stuff that we've covered or will be covering and stuff like that. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Robert's segment today. Um, make sure to download that app. The app. The app. On the Android. The Android app. <laughs> cool. And Blackberry World, which my brother says is, yeah, my brother thinks it's probably obnoxious, but hey. I think only politicians still use that. Actually, the other day I saw a guy with a blue Blackberry at that one event that we went to. It was maybe in his 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so Black World, uh, Google Play, whatever, and uh, yeah, hopefully soon on iTunes. I'm working towards that. All right, guys, thank you so much, and uh, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. 
You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Napa know-how. Chase Elliott here letting you know that when you spend $25 a Napa this month, you get a free Chase Elliott racing hat. Need a set of brakes? How about a new battery? Both are hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter, then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks? That works, too. Go get your free Chase Elliott hat today. Quality parts, helpful people, free hats. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.19.